welcome to another episode of Ryan's Method Passive Income Podcast. Here's your host, Ryan Hogue. What's up, guys? Ryan here. Today, I brought my friend Murphy. He's going to assist me while I show you how to start your Etsy print-on-demand business in 2020. Now, this isn't gonna be one of those weak tutorials that kind of breezes over the steps that you need to do and then assumes that you'll figure it out on your own. Instead, what I'm gonna do is show you step-by-step exactly what you need to do to get up and running on one of the fastest-growing e-commerce marketplaces. And best of all, I'm gonna show you how to sell print-on-demand products so you don't even need to invest money up front to make money. It's absurd, this opportunity, everybody should be taking advantage of it. And in the intro, the first section that I'm gonna be covering, I'm gonna show you just some sales statistics, just some sales data, in case you're on the fence about if this is worth your time, I'm gonna try to prove it to you using real information. So I'm gonna go back to my computer and I'm gonna let Murphy do what he actually came outside to do before I hijacked his time and made him jump on the video with me. But I'll see you in a second. I can't get over how photogenic Murphy is. He really is good on camera. All right, before we start, I'm Ryan Hogue. I've sold over $75,000 on Etsy. If you wanna follow the links in the description, I've got an eight-day print-on-demand mini course that'll walk you through in more depth what I'm gonna walk you through in this video, but I'm gonna walk you through more than just that in this video. I've got a print-on-demand Facebook community. I'd love to see you there, link in the description. If you wanna follow my passive income reports, I drop a video and a blog post on the first or second day of each month. Another reason to subscribe. And I've got a full print-on-demand course, over 60 lectures, 10 modules, everything you need to learn to do exactly as I do with my print-on-demand business, which has sold six figures in 2019 and 2018, and will in 2017 as well. All right, here's the agenda for what I want to cover in this video. It's a lot. I usually talk kind of fast and keep a fast pace, so hopefully the video won't drag on forever. I try to be pretty direct and to the point. But I also like to you know, give you a piece of my mind. I don't like to just blindly tell you what to do. I like to tell you why I think that is a good approach. So whenever applicable, I'm gonna do that. So we're gonna go over an introduction. I'm gonna show you how to open your shop. I'm gonna walk you through creating your first product listing, which you have to do manually. After that, it gets much easier. Then we're gonna add our production partner. Those are the people that actually produce and ship the products for us. Next, we're gonna push a product via the integration Then I'm going to walk you through a little bit about Etsy ads, which has changed quite a bit over the last like two years. They keep changing it. In in, uh, section seven, it's all about optimizations because it's not enough just to sell on Etsy. You know, things are a little bit more competitive these days than they used to be. It's not enough just to be up there selling. You need to do a little bit extra to stand out from the crowd and set yourself apart and give your potential customers a reason to buy from you and not your competitor. So staying till the end is going to be important because I'm really going to drop the value there. The rest of the stuff is more like how to. The value is coming towards the end. And then also step eight or section eight is falling in along the lines of optimizations where I'm going to show you how you can automate your social media presence. Again, just gaining visibility, bringing external traffic to your uh, product listings on Etsy. All right, introduction. So why this is really why where I want to convince you why you should consider selling on Etsy and it's not you don't need to limit the scope of your shop to just print on demand but print on demand I mean there's no excuse not to be selling it on Etsy because it, I mean you you basically you get a sale from your customer like we we sell t-shirts that don't exist or we sell coffee mugs that don't exist or we sell 
you know, print-on-demand masks. That's really popular right now, obviously, as you can see in this article. Uh, they don't exist until after the sale. So our profits are locked in. After we get the sale, we pay our production partner to produce that product for us with the design that we made and ship it to our customer. And this is all done and it's all automated. So this is a recent interview where the uh, Etsy CEO, Josh Silverman, was on uh, CNBC with Jim Cramer. And he said that Etsy sold 12 million face masks in April 2020 alone. And their overall sales jumped 79%, which falls in line with what we heard from Printful CEO, who said that they're seeing Black Friday-like sales volume. So print-on-demand is just exploding right now. Likely a lot of face masks. And my own personal experience, I used two production partners. Printful was the majority. Printify was for about 5% or so of my print-on-demand listings. But I used those two production partners to sell over $75,000. This is just my Printful sales, and I didn't go back in time the whole way, so I probably cracked the 75K mark on Printful alone. But you know, I've sold over $75,000 on Etsy in my time on the platform. And if you want to follow my month-to-month income reports, by the way, they're all on my website. You can literally see me go from zero sales on Etsy to making, you know, in my best month, in my best day, actually, let's jump one slide, in my best day, single day on Etsy, $4,453 of revenue on Etsy. And by the way, that's just Etsy sales. So you can bet that I sold on other platforms as well. By the way, just going to plug my course real quick. I mean, I've learned so much over the years as a print-on-demand seller that if you ever find yourself in this predicament where you captured lightning in a bottle, it's not like I'm, you know, I would, I would not be mad with $4,400 in a day, but by knowing how, like really what to do when you're the first person to a trend or one of the first people to a trend, you know, I maximized that, you know, I did the same number, if not more on Amazon in the same day. And I was selling on eBay and I was selling on other platforms. So if you go into my course, not only do I give you the full story about this day, including the niche, how I found it, how I sold it how I attacked it on different platforms, how I positioned it. You know, I got Etsy, by the way, real quick. I got Etsy to run ads on my behalf without charging me. So if you searched on Google for the trend, first link was Etsy, first paid link was Etsy. And they did that without billing me because I was converting at such a high rate. So that's really the dream scenario. But anyways, hopefully by now I've got your attention and you're convinced like, oh yeah, he might be onto something. Maybe I should be selling print on demand on Etsy. Because keep in mind, guys, like, the profit's locked in for my sales, so it's it's pure profit. You know, I do have to pay the production partner to create the product and ship it to my customer, but that's after the sale. So, I mean, what's not to love about that? So now we're gonna get to the how-to portion of this um, of this tutorial. So follow along. I do move a little quickly because a lot of this stuff in you know I grew up with computers, so apologies in advance if I move too quickly. But I think a lot of this stuff's pretty it's laid out pretty well right it's not the most confusing stuff hopefully all right in order to open your etsy shop you're going to hit the shop manager icon it's going to be in the top right corner of your browser i could do a how-to but number one (laughs) i'm not on etsy anymore i'll tell you that story later when when we get to that part in the lecture but um part two it just goes it goes much faster to just do the the screenshots here so click the shop manager icon and then if assuming you don't have an etsy shop if you do you'll see the shop name Otherwise, you should be able to click create your shop. Now you're going to want to upload some images, make it look nice and friendly. You know, I used the big banner. This is the first thing that they tell you to do when you go to your uh, Etsy shop page. And if you want to, you can go to this free stock image website 
called pexels.com p-e-x-e-l-s you don't even need to register everything there is creative commons zero license so photographers a lot of people i think just trying to make a name for themselves they upload here knowing that people can use their photos with no attribution required no payment required for create uh for commercial and personal use so i love this website all right continuing to scroll add yourself as the owner if you don't want to use a real image you know you can always pull one from pexels just saying uh you shop policies now i believe they autofill this for you uh it's been a while since i opened my etsy shop but if not you know just pause the video and go ahead and copy this stuff uh the processing time though for instance we're selling print on demand products so you want to say something along the lines of the time i need to prepare an order for shipping varies for details see individual items because again it's not like we are selling stuff that we have in stock, like in, in, in a warehouse or something. You know, we have inventory levels. These products are produced after they're sold, right? So we trust that our production partner is going to keep their inventory levels so that if we sell a blue Gildan t-shirt size large, that they can go to their warehouse and they have hopefully a massive stack of like tens of thousands of them. They just pull the size. They go to the printing machine get the design printed, and then ship it out for us. That's basically a simplified version of how this works. Payment options, uh, I just use the Etsy default. Returns and exchanges. Now, here is the thing. I had these turned off when I was on Etsy for the majority of the time. However, and this might not be popular opinion, but hear me out. Anytime a customer wanted to return or exchange something, no questions asked. I accepted their return or their, I mean, I didn't do exchanges. I would just give them their money back, honestly. Most people don't like hearing that, but here's the thing, guys. You're only as good as your word online. Keep in mind that like, they don't have to buy from us. Whatever we're selling, there's probably someone else selling something extremely similar. If you have bad, it's not, if you have negative feedback, if your feedback isn't really good, number one, Etsy doesn't want people with negative feedback on their platform. They have a history of removing shops that aren't you know up to their standard and number two like if you don't have the social proof it's you're just not going to make it you know like you're going to lose more money in sales that you don't get from receiving negative feedback than if you had just given them their money back for the return or the exchange all right so just noting this also etsy makes these two important things visible now one is more important than the other seller feedback This is your five-star rating. You know how Amazon, when you search for a product on Amazon, you see the product reviews in search results? Etsy doesn't do that. Etsy shows seller feedback in search results. So if you have a brand new product listing on Etsy and you're a seasoned seller and you have, you know, 500 five-star reviews, you're in good shape. Your brand new product is going to show up in search results with 500 five-star reviews, even though it's brand new doesn't work that way on amazon but it works that way on etsy so your feedback is everything on etsy you know it's it's everything everywhere you sell but on etsy especially also you can see the year that your shop was open so i think it looks better to be an established older shop so the sooner you start the better all right now we need to create our first listing now when we do it this way this is the manual way i think it's always good to have good fundamentals before moving on to you know, essentially what I'm going to walk you through in a second, where we're going to create all the other product listings after this first one in the uh, Printful wizard, you know, and by the way, Printful, again, that's our production partner. I'm going to talk more about them in a little bit. 
when we get to actually using them. All right, so in Etsy, go to listings. This is in your like admin side shop manager again, the icons in the top right. Go to listings and then go to add listing. There's a big button there. Now, keep in mind this product listing we are creating. I always have to say this, but we don't actually need this listing after it's created. Like we we have to create it, but once it's created, we don't need it anymore. So we can delete this later because I know this causes a lot of people headache creating the listing manually because Etsy does ask a lot of questions. If you want to, you can just breeze through this because it's required. Just click next, you know, do the minimum, use fake images. And then after we integrate our printful, you know, our production partner with Etsy, you can delete this listing. So don't stress too much over this part, please. Because honestly, it's better to just delete the listing. It's going to cost you 20 cents to publish it. And that's it. Then you just delete it later, in my opinion. All right, so just upload a primary image. I used a, you know, standard just mock-up of a coffee mug. Include your title uh, about this listing. I'm pretty sure all these things, yeah, everything with the asterisk is required. Uh, material, this is more for demo purposes because that's not required, so you can skip over it, no problem. Uh, capacity, again, all those things that say optional for this, you can skip. And honestly, this is also like down the road when you're publishing mass products. Like I always had over a thousand listings. You do not need to slow down to answer those questions like capacity or material. It doesn't hurt, but it doesn't make or break your shop. Like for reference, like I was successful on Etsy, almost 3000 sales in like a year and a half. And I didn't really slow down to answer questions like materials, just so you know. All right, uh, back to the required ones, renewal options. Uh, put that as manual. Cause again, this is probably just gonna be a fake product listing that we'll just delete later. Type, uh, physical, description, whatever you wanna say, no problem. Production partners, I'm gonna show you how to add that later. For this listing, this fake one that we're gonna delete, you can probably just skip that. Uh, tags, now in the future, tags are very important because that's gonna help you get indexed on relevant search terms. For now, you don't really need to worry about tags for this listing, but in the future, I would not suggest skipping them. All right, inventory and pricing, you know, this is where you could put your quantity. If it's a print-on-demand standard listing, you know, 999 is a great quantity because with print-on-demand products, you're not really going to sell out, right? You just trust that your production partner can fulfill any quantity of orders. Uh, price, this is where you would put that in. When you push products through the integration, though, you can set the price there and it'll just push it over automatically. Uh, shipping, if you haven't done your integration yet, which we haven't done yet, you will not see these options. So you can just put like custom shipping options or free shipping Again, this is why it's complicated unless you remember that we're deleting this listing. So don't get too caught up in this. I know it's easy to um, just put something in there so that it lets you publish it. I promise this gets easier. All right, click publish. And then there's probably going to be a pop-up that says by publishing, you acknowledge and agree to the non-refundable fee of 20 cents. Go ahead and click publish again. And you are good to go. Now we can add our production partner. Right after that, we are going to integrate the production partner with Etsy. Again, this is the reason we do this, by the way, is because every time you get a sale come that comes through your Etsy shop, you know, this can go one of two ways. You can see the, the email notification from Etsy, you got a sale. And then you can go manually, like I have two monitors, so I'll be like looking over here. All right, what's the customer name? What's the product? What's the size? 
and manually create that order. Or what I like more is we just do the integration and the software handles all of that for us completely automated. So doesn't that sound better to you? Yeah, me too. All right, so Etsy wants us, they want some information about our production partner. When they allowed print on demand on their platform, this was part of the deal. They wanted to know a little bit about like who's actually, they get that we're the seller, but they want to know about who's doing the production, uh, where they're located, et cetera. So you're going to go to your shop manager, click settings, and then click production partners. And then you're going to click the big button that says add a new production partner. All right, from here, I I broke this image up into two because it was too tall and it was going to be really small and hard to read. So I did that for you guys. But at the top, it should say production partner. Put the name of your production partner. Now, I always recommend Printful. Now, granted, right now on June 11th, 2020, Printful is dealing with a lot of delays with their production times due to the uh, Cerveza sickness and just the crazy demand, spike in demand that they're seeing. I mean, if you're in the Printful Insiders Facebook group, like the CEO just posted today that they're seeing just an absolute crazy level of demand for their print-on-demand products. So right now, you may be thinking, Ryan, like, didn't you just drop a video saying don't use print? No, I love Printful. They're still my print-on-demand production partner of choice. What you can do is set up Printful, and then if you if you sell a t-shirt that Printful's not going to be able to produce for four to five to six weeks, because things are crazy right now, you can cancel the order in Printful and then go manually create it in another production partner. You know, I, I'm going to probably do a video about a, one called Shirtly, which is free to use. And currently their production times are like three days. So I put some test orders in because I always want to test it first. And I'll let you guys know. But let's get back on track. Uh, you're going to label them Printful. That's the name of the company. Location, just put Chatsworth CA. They have different uh, facilities across the United States. They have one in Mexico can't remember if they're opening one in Canada. They've got one in Europe. Um, I think they're opening another one there too. They're expanding, you know. Like I said, business is booming right now, in the words of Antonio Brown. So Chatsworth CA, you can just put that. About the production partner. So you can write in whatever you want. I gave you some dummy text here. I couldn't function without Printful. In their role as a production partner, they print, pack, and ship out orders from their California production and fulfillment center, allowing me to focus on what I'm best at, designing top-notch products that my customers will love. About your partnership. Now we're above here, up above my head. I don't have the technical ability or equipment to make it. I design everything myself and they do it for me. That's what you're going to set as the settings. And that's only shared with Etsy. It's not That's not public. All right. So now you should be able to hit save partner. And then the next time you are editing a product listing or publishing a new product where it says production partners, it will not be blank. You will see Printful there. All right, now we're going to go over pushing products using the integration. So we don't have to go through the long manual process of doing it using the Etsy UI. Printful has a beautiful, very easy to use, very intuitive UI. Another reason why I recommend them as your primary production partner. And those of you that are thinking right now, can we use two production partners at once? That's a great question. Don't ask how I read your mind. Uh, yes, you can. You can use two production partners at once. I had Printful and Printify running at the same time. What happens is Printful will email you when an order comes through that it doesn't recognize. Printify will not. So you don't get blown up with emails. Uh, like I said, majority of mine were filled through Printful. So anytime I got an email saying, we detect an order, but we don't recognize it, 
they'll let you know that you can sync it in Printful. So it's not like it's gone forever if you stop using Printify. You can actually say like Printful will give you the option, hit sync, and then you can create the product in Printful after the sale. So it still works, um, which is really cool. I mean, their flexibility is great. Or you can just delete the email and say, oh, that's going to a different production partner. Just let Printful ignore it, no problem. And there's actually an ignore button. So if you don't want to get emails from Printful about that product anymore, just hit the ignore button, problem solved. But if you want to sign up for Printful, guys, there is an affiliate program. So if you want to throw me a bone here for putting out this tutorial, all that I ask is use the link below to uh, sign up for Printful. It's free. By the way, I don't know if I said that yet. It's free. A lot of Printful's competitors are not free. Actually, no, most of them are free, but there are some that aren't. But yeah, take advantage of Printful. All right, after using my link, click start selling. Open your shop, you know, click next, give them your, your name and your info. All right, once you're there, you're gonna wanna click stores on the left-hand side and then click add store and then click connect to Etsy, all right? When you do that, it takes you to a page on Etsy. Assuming you're logged in, it should take you straight to that page and you should see something like this. I always get the pointing wrong. Yeah, if I wanna point left on screen, I always do this and I point the wrong way. Um, yeah, so you're gonna click allow access. The, this is the easiest integration of all time, by the way, because they're not all this easy. Like when you're ready to, to integrate Amazon, you're gonna be wishing it was this easy. All right, and that should be it. It's basically like a one-click integration. So once it's synced, which by the way, if you have a bunch of products on Etsy, it, you may need to give it some time to scan through all of them. If you only have the one product we just created, it shouldn't take long. You should be good to go very quickly. And it, when, it, when it detects it, you notice how it shows the product here, but it says one not synced. So it's fell into the not synced category. It doesn't recognize it. This is why I'm saying like, you can just click the ignore button, which is beneath my head right there, or just go ahead and delete the product in, uh, in Etsy. You know, it, there's no, no harm done in doing that. All right, so you're gonna hit the add product button and it's gonna launch the product creation wizard. By the way, if you're on your stores page, there's another add button that will do the exact same thing. It'll launch the product creation wizard and Within that wizard, the first thing you can do is select your product type. Now, I absolutely, I, I can't help myself. I have to always praise the web developers at Printful. I love the user interface of their product creation wizard. If you go and you test out alternatives to Printful, one thing I pretty much guarantee you'll, you'll notice is that none of them have user interfaces that are as good as Printful's. And before I quit my job, you know, which I quit as a result of all these passive income um, methods that I'm teaching on YouTube and in my courses, but you know, I made a comfortable six figure salary as a senior front end web developer where I was building user interfaces like this every day. So I, when I see one and I'm using one, you know, I really appreciate the blood, sweat and tears that went into it. But as far as your products go, you know, a very popular product is the Gildan 64,000 unisex soft style t-shirt. I've sold probably at least 1500 of these on Etsy alone. And it's a true unisex shirt. I never received a single complaint about like a woman that bought it and thought it didn't fit or a man that bought it and thought it didn't fit. You know, I wear them all the time. I have my ryanhoag.com on like four different colors of the Gildan shirts. So I really like them. All right, from here, you'll wanna hit the upload file button and then upload your design. You know, here I have a dummy one. It says hug dealer, kind of play on words there, kind of funny. And you can position it and make it big, make it small in their wizard then hit next, then you select your thumbnail. Now I always recommend the, oh, I got it right first try. Look, I pointed, I got the pointing right first try. It only took getting it wrong, you know, a hundred times before. 
but you want to use the flat mock-up. The flat mock-up, again, if it's a unisex shirt, guys, don't give men less of incentive to buy it by using the woman mock-up and vice versa. Just use the flat mock-up. All right, then do your title uh, description. You know, I usually just leave the description. Printful will auto-populate it for you. And as long as there's something there so it doesn't look like you rushed through creating the listing and it's not quality, like they'll put it in there for you so you're good. The title though, that's where you want to include your most relevant keywords. And this is pretty much a common recommendation on any platform that you're selling on, but you want to try to match the keywords as the customers would type them in. So if this is like hug dealer t-shirt, you might do comma, and this is just an example because Father's Day Father's Day is coming up, but you might say comma space funny Father's Day gift. All right, so then when someone goes to Etsy and they type funny Father's Day gift, the Etsy algorithm's like, hold up, what's this? Exact match, right? They see funny Father's Day gift included in that sequence in your title where the most... Uh, the highest value keywords, highest relevance, highest relevance keywords are included. So your title, you do want to put the most effort there as well as your tags. Now, I just realized I skipped a slide, but Printful should let you add your Etsy tags, all right? Uh, there should have been a slide in between this and this that says tags. Etsy gives you 13 tags with up to 20 characters of text per tag. Do not skip that. You need to do the tags. And with the power of the internet, I paused the recording, added the tag slide, and here we are. So you can, again, add up to 13 tags. You should add all 13. And if you're not sure what tags to add, my friends at Merch Titans, one of my favorite print-on-demand tools because they have an automation tool that lets you automate your uploads. More on that later. Not in this video. We'll do it in a separate one. Uh, or in my courses, by the way, in the bonus section, I walk you through exactly how to automate your uploads. I use it to upload 400 products every single day, and it only takes me about two minutes to set up and about 10 clicks, truthfully. Uh, but yeah, they have a free Etsy tag generator. You can access it right there, of course, pointed wrong, uh, right there above me, uh, bit.ly slash Etsy tags, all right? And I'll put a link in the description as usual, but it's completely free, and it'll give you um, Etsy tags to use on your listings based on you providing it a seed keyword, then it goes and it looks at the best selling products on Etsy on that keyword and returns to you the most commonly used tags, the most valuable tags. They also have one for Redbubble, by the way, and it is, it's amazing. All right, so now you're gonna uh, just set up your pricing. Don't skip this last step. You see in the bottom left-hand corner of this screenshot, it says product sections. Don't skip sections. My recommendation is, and hear me out, these are public facing. So remember that your customers will see these on your shop if they go to your shop. So you do not wanna skip sections. They, but you should also use, like you need to use them for two reasons. Number one, like it makes it easier for your customers if you section off your related products. But number two, this is the real reason in my mind, is I like to group products with a similar base cost. So the Gildan 64,000 t-shirt, it has a base cost of $7.95. So if a customer buys it from me, I have to pay Printful, my production partner, $7.95 to produce that t-shirt with my design on it. Now the customer, they might pay you know 20 bucks, but they don't know that it only costs me eight bucks. But when you uh, create your sections, you wanna put all of the Gildan 64,000 t-shirts with a base cost of $7.95 in one section 
And then if you sell like the Bella Canvas 3001 shirts, put them in another section. This is why. When I get down to the optimizations later in the video, not too far from now, but soon, I'm gonna show you how to, well, I'm gonna make some suggestions basically. One of the suggestions is gonna be running sales. Now, sales literally means you're offering discounts on your products, but you don't actually need to discount your products, right? Like, you can say 10% off my all of the t-shirts, and then you can go to all your t-shirts using sections and offset the price by plus 10%. So you are creating the perception in your customers' minds of getting a discount on a t-shirt that used to be more expensive, while at the same time, you're not losing any money. And in addition, you can create urgency for the customer to buy because the sales on Etsy, you get to specify the end date. And yeah, we'll talk more about that in a second. That's why you got to stay tuned until the end, guys. All right. And then if you're wondering, like now that I've got my products pushed on Etsy, they're published, I'm good to go. What next? Well, Etsy, uh, Printful will email, well, Etsy and Printful, I should say, they will both email you when you get a sale. Etsy emails you first saying, hey, you got a sale. Printful about every 15 or 20 minutes, their software will automatically check for new sales. When they detect it, you'll get an email from them as well saying, hey, we got it. And then when it's produced and sent out, you get another email saying, hey, the product's sent out. Don't think you need to do anything. You do not need to do anything. As a part of the automation, as a part of the Printful to Etsy sync, they will upload the tracking information so your customer gets the tracking info. Etsy knows that the order was sent out and everything's good. All right, ads. Now, Etsy ads, <laughs> well, I guess I'll save it in a second. First and foremost, when you search on Etsy, you'll see a row of ads about every five rows of search results. So the first row at the very top is ads. Then you get three organic rows. And then the next one, more ads in the fifth row. So they do have a lot of advert. Again, I always come back to this mantra of like internet real estate. Internet real estate for the most part is pretty cheap. Like if you think about it, if you're not running ads, it only costs you 20 cents to carve out some internet real estate on Etsy. However, that doesn't guarantee you visibility at the top of search search results. And not to insult your intelligence, I know you already know this, but guess which which products get clicked the most? Yeah, it's the ones at the top of the search results. You know, that's pretty much true on any e-commerce platform. So you want to be there. And uh, in this case, like you're not going to be there unless you're running ads. However, and this paragraph is not really going to tell you what I want to tell you, so I'm not going to read it for a second. Uh, Etsy ads, they're a little bit nefarious in that nefarious. What's the word? Nefarious, nefarious. They're a little bit like they don't really have the seller's best interests at heart. There's a history, and I don't want to make this video about the history of Etsy ads, but let me just tell you a quick story that happened to me. They warned sellers that soon you're going to, they're going to switch how their ad platform works. How it used to work is you could select what listings you wanted to advertise, which you can still do, but you could say how much money you were willing to pay per click because Etsy charges you per click. Not all advertise, not all e-commerce websites have a model like that. Most do, but not all of them. Etsy does. So if someone clicks your ad and doesn't buy, you still pay. And you used to be able to say like, I'm not willing to pay more than 10 cents per click. Even though if you looked at Etsy's suggested click amount, it would be like 50 cents, 60 cents, 70 cents. And one day they just said, everybody's opted into the new Etsy ads. Like it used to be called promoted listings. Then all of a sudden everybody was opted in automatically to 
Etsy ads. Well, what changed? Well, you can no longer control your bids. So any listing that's advertised, you're paying what Etsy thinks you should pay, which coincidentally, listings that used to get clicks for 10 cents per click are now you're paying 75 cents per click. I mean, it's, it was a complete joke. And I used to set all of my my CPC bids really low and set my daily budget to like 60 bucks a day. Because if I can get $60 worth of clicks in a day at 10, 10, 9 or 10 cents per click, of course, I'm doing really well. So I'm cool with that. But they opted me into the new one overnight and they just maxed out my budget every single day. And there was no notification to the sellers. So if you didn't look, you were screwed. You was just going to keep spending your money and they're just going to sit there and collect all day for nothing. You know, because really, if you're Etsy, what are you charging for? You know what I mean? Like it costs them nothing to run ads. You know what I mean? It's just a piece of their website that's you have to pay to show up in. So anyways, I said I wasn't going to talk too much about it. The way the ads work now is they had this brilliant idea. This is This is even after the story I just told you. This is after, right? So they kept messing up. Or it might have been the same one. I'm pretty sure it was after though. Uh, they used to let you opt in to Google Shopping ads. So it wasn't like you advertise on Etsy and now you're running Google Shopping ads. It was separate. So I would run tests to see if I could bring additional customers in from Google Shopping to my Etsy listings and get extra sales. It didn't work very well because Google didn't let you control your bids per click. Those of you guys with Google Shopping experience, I know that you actually can but if you did it via Etsy, you could not, right? So you truly, uh, trust me, you couldn't. Uh, so it was just running up the budget. It wasn't profitable. I turned it off. Next thing you know, if you're using Etsy ads, you can no longer distinguish. So you're going to be paying Etsy to show up in the Etsy ad spots and you're going to be running Google Shopping ads automatically. Nobody liked that. It pissed off a ton of people and Etsy probably lost literally millions in ad revenue because everybody just turned off their ads. Etsy, you know, fast forward a year and now they've rebranded this as, you know, you've got Etsy ads, which is just what I showed you here. And then you've got Etsy offsite ads, which they've made a distinction now between the two. And here's the thing. They're basically doing the same thing. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to talk about ads forever, but as of May 4th, 2020, which is in the past at this point, you won't be charged a fee for any orders that result from from offsite ads. If you make a sale from a click on one of Etsy's offsite ads after May 4th, you pay. So Etsy offsite ads is basically what I just described. It's Google shopping ads, it's Facebook ads that they run for you. And they're only charging you if you get a sale generated by it. But here's the thing, maybe you still don't want to opt in. Sorry, you know, without making you read this whole thing, if you go and you dig in the Etsy help center, if you make more than $10,000 sales in a year on Etsy, which is $27 a day, which is nothing, and if you're thinking, no, that sounds like a lot. No, trust me, it's nothing. Like in the fourth quarter alone, if you actually follow this tutorial, I promise you in the fourth quarter alone, October, November, December, you will sell at least 5K. I mean, it's going to be dependent on how many products you have listed and all that stuff. But trust me, it's not hard to hit $10,000. That's revenue, not profit. So you're automatically opted in if you pass that threshold over the course of a year. So yeah, you'll get there, guys. Trust me. Um, you know, just keep listing products. By the way, I don't want to make anybody any guarantees about how much they'll sell. But like in the fourth quarter, demand is crazy. Well, actually, right now demand's crazy. Hint, hint. Sell some face masks on Etsy, um, and you'll be okay. 
So what a lot of people do is they go into their uh, shop manager, they go to marketing and they go to Etsy ads. So again, shop manager, marketing, Etsy ads, and then under options, just turn off ads. You don't need them, honestly. All right. And also I just threw this slide in there. If you used to have an integration, the same way you had the Google, Google shopping integration, you had a Facebook integration there. They've both been wiped off of the, the UI. So I guess they don't exist anymore, but you used to be able to run your own Facebook ads to your Etsy listings, and then you could pixel it. So you could actually track the conversions, something you can't do on Amazon. So that made Etsy unique, but you can no longer do that. All right, now let's talk optimizations. This is where you can really distinguish yourself from your competition. Let me explain and show. All right, I just did a random search on Etsy. I searched for funny Father's Day shirt. Clearly, there's a lot of similar looking listings. How do you stand out amidst this sea of sellers? Well, I have a couple suggestions. For one, if you create a design in Printful and upload it, Printful does do good mockups but they're not great, right? Like a lot of these mockups are better than the ones, it's all subjective, but I'd say they're better than the ones in Printful. Well, there's a service called Placeit, and I'll put a link in the description if you wanna check it out. But this will generate mockups for you, for your print-on-demand products. They can do static images, they can do videos. It's crazy what they can do, and it's all you know, CGI. It's all computer-generated images, so it's really cool. But here's the thing, you don't need to pay, in my opinion. I've done a YouTube video, I've done two YouTube videos actually in the past, showing you my process for making my own Etsy thumbnails that I really loved. And I mean, keep in mind, like the last thing I wanna be is one of these YouTubers telling you what to do and not telling you why you should trust me. So you've already seen that I've had success on Etsy and this is literally what I did. I'm showing you what I did in this video. I'll put a link, Ah, I got the pointing wrong. I should've used my left hand, I used my right. I'll put a link in the YouTube cards here if I remember to because this video is getting pretty long. I'm going to try to remember to put a link in the YouTube cards here. Otherwise, it's going to be on my channel for the walkthrough, completely free, walking you through how I created a template to make my Etsy thumbnail, my primary thumbnail, really pop and get clicked in search results because remember, this is what we're competing with right here. You know, it's crazy to do all this effort and not go the last 10%, you know, put in the last 10% of the effort to really make those sales, you know? Because it's still a competition. Next, what else can we do to stand out in the SERP? Search engine results page. SERP is the acronym. All right, so I screenshotted a couple different products from Etsy search results. And I, you know, what do we notice? We see, ignore the fact that it says ads, but we see the the five-star reviews for that shop. And we see the number of reviews. All right, that's kind of out of our control outside of start now, right? The earlier you start, the more sales you get, the more reviews you get, the better it's going to look, you know, because I mean, the guy all the way on the left there, 2,470 reviews. Okay, the guy to his right, eight reviews. The person to there, that right, 73 reviews. So clearly one of them's got an advantage there. Then you see price point. That's a big way of distinguishing yourself from the crowd, right? You want to have a competitive price. I get that. Um, but also don't think that it's a race to the bottom. It absolutely is not like Etsy. You can actually get away with charging more of a premium for t-shirts than on any other platform, at least in my personal opinion. And you'll see a lot of people saying that. All right. So competitive price point, but then what's that next to the price? Oh, it says free shipping. And on the one I circled right here, got it. Yep. Got the point, right? Uh, in that one right there, you see, the price cro- crossed out and you see 10% off in that green text. So that looks great. And actually the person next to him is doing that as well. 
That's called running a sale. You can do that in Etsy if you go to the marketing tab and then you go to coupons and sales. Now you can actually get really creative and the top like 1% of Etsy shops, like the most successful Etsy sellers, they get very, very creative with their sales. And that's a very advanced strategy that I am going to reserve for members of Ryan's Method Dropshipped Print On Demand course, which by the way, link in the description if you're interested. It's my most popular course at this point. It just surpassed my FBA course in popularity because of Print On Demand's just been on fire lately. So that is a very advanced strategy that I can cover in the course. But, um, I, you know, and this video is already getting long, so there's not going to be a step-by-step how to create a coupon but trust me, you should be using them because it shows up in search results. And this is where the battle is won as far as getting a sale. You know, I mean, I'm not going to scroll back a couple slides, but you remember how many listings there were to choose from. You know, on Amazon, they at least make the uh, real estate that you occupy in search results bigger. On Etsy, it's small. So they jam them in there and customers are overwhelmed with choice. So you got to do everything you can to stand out. Great thumbnail. Great title, good reviews, run a sale. Again, you control the customer's perception of the value of your products. So even mark your product up 25% and run a 25% off sale. You control the perception. Make them feel like they're getting a deal. And then free shipping. Free shipping is shown in search results. So again, you can price that in. The average shipping price domestic in uh, the US by Printful is like four bucks. All right, and then they also have this free shipping guarantee. I'm just doing, I just want to touch on this quickly. They used to say in the Etsy help center that, or maybe it was in shop manager, somewhere I'm 100% certain I read that the Etsy free shipping guarantee, which means you, you opt in and then Etsy will offer customers free shipping on all orders over $35. This was part of Etsy's play to like gain uh, market share from like Amazon. You know, they did this like a year ago or so. Uh, And with the free shipping guarantee, it used to say that it would improve your product's organic ranking. I read through the entire page today and I no longer see that. So I'm not feeling too compelled that you need to do the free shipping guarantee anymore because the free shipping guarantee is not going to tag your listings with free shipping and search results like this. Granted, I guess if you're doing the free shipping here, you might as well opt into the free shipping guarantee. But all I wanted to say was it used to tell you that it would improve your Etsy rank. It no longer does. All right, bonus guys. And this video is run long. Don't worry, I'm not gonna talk forever about this, but you can automate your social media presence on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest extremely easily. And I know most of you guys are not computer nerds like me, so I don't fault you for not knowing this, but there is multiple services that you can actually use to do this. But I'm gonna show you the free one so that you don't have to pay because I could have easily recommended another service where you do have to pay, but this one's free. It's called If This Then That, IFTTT.com. And fortunately for you, I've already done a free YouTube video walking you through how to use it to automate your social sharing so that every time your listing renews on Etsy, so again, when you pay that 20 cent publishing fee, it also renews four times a year. It's every three months you're gonna pay 20 cents, all right? Every time it renews, you'll get an automated tweet on Twitter, you'll get an automated pin on Pinterest, you get an automated... Uh, post on your brand Facebook page. It's easy to set up. Trust me, set out an hour. You know, you can probably set up in like 10 minutes if you're savvy, but if it takes an hour, who cares? One and done. You never have to deal with it again after that. So go ahead and just watch the video. I'll put it in the YouTube cards uh, above my head and you can watch the tutorial for free. 
All right, and then I want to give a sneak peek to my video tomorrow. Thank you guys for staying till the end of this video, and I want to give you a teaser. If you've ever watched any of my FBA videos, you hear me talk about product research all the time and how important product research is. With Amazon FBA, we have to pay for the inventory up front, so it's not the same as print on demand. With FBA, we've got skin in the game. We've already paid money out of pocket for products. And if you're interested in FBA, by the way, I have the best FBA course on the internet. There's always a link in the description. But product research is done much easier with research tools. And I've gotten this question a bunch. And I just hadn't found a good Etsy research tool in the past. But that changed. I now have a good Etsy research tool. And tomorrow, I'm dropping a tutorial on how I use it. Well, how anybody can use it to improve their Etsy research for their print-on-demand. It doesn't have to be print-on-demand products, by the way. It works for any type of products. But we're staying on topic here. This is Etsy print-on-demand. So I'm going to show you how to use it for your print-on-demand research for Etsy. And that's it, guys. This was a long one. Thank you for staying till the end. Hopefully, you enjoyed it. All that I really ask is that you hit the like button to tell the YouTube algorithm, hey, this video is good. It needs to be ranking. When people search for Etsy and print on demand on YouTube, it needs to be somewhere near the top. So hit that like button. And also, I just remembered that I recorded an outro with Murphy, so I'm gonna cut to that. Hey guys, thanks for watching this video. If you found it helpful, all I ask is that you hit that like button, especially do it for Murphy. Even if the video didn't help you, but some for some reason you ended up watching it till the end, hit the like button for Murphy. I mean, come on, look at that face. Look at those teeth, look at that overbite. And if you're not subscribed, guys, 70%, according to YouTube, 70% of you aren't subscribed to my channel yet. All you gotta do is hit the big red button and then hit the little bell icon next to it after you, look at this. Murphy was disgusted that 70% of my viewers aren't subscribed. He had to go. He couldn't take it anymore. So all I ask, hit the subscribe button and I'll see you guys at the next video.